Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM WKRM. We have a great show here for you this week. We have with us school board member, Mr. David Moore. Welcome, David. Hello. We have also from Main Street Media, we have Chris Yao. Welcome, Chris. Howdy, Jack. How are you? And we have Maurice Patton. Welcome, Maurice. Hey, Jack. How are you Now, you guys are probably going to recognize those last two voices. They're on WKOM and WKRM all the time talking sports. Um, I believe you do still do a sports show? We do each and every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. You can hear it on 101.7. It is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Excellent, excellent. So happy you could join. Everybody could join us for the show today. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off talking a little bit here with our school board member, David Moore. David, tell our listening audience a little about yourself and maybe um, touch base on some of the years that you've been on the school board. Uh, Okay. Uh, I am a uh, resident in Spring Hill. I've been there for 20 years now, which is 21 years almost. Um, I have a business up there, uh, medical billing uh, that I've been doing for a lot longer than that. So actually a family business been in that. Cool. Uh, been on the school board now. I guess this comes up on year seven for that. I'll be uh, wrapping up my second term here would be next summer would be the end of that. Um, it's been an interesting ride. That's for sure. Uh, something I didn't think I'd get into uh, probably 10 or 15 years ago. And then one day had a friend of mine that asked me if I was interested in uh, um, pitching into the public side of things and seeing if I could uh, help my community. And I decided to run for a, an uncontested seat at that time. And it's, like I said, it's been an interesting ride ever since then. Yeah. If you've, if you've uh, stuck around for a second term, you must have a servant's heart because there's a lot that's involved in um, being a school board member. You guys make a lot of great decisions that involve the students in the, in the, um, the, the, the county. Um, I'm, I'm actually quite impressed that you've been on there for t- second term. Are you, are you, is this something where you plan to continue if there's nobody else interested? You know, my that, that's a tough question. That's um, a tough one, yeah. I, I think I always decide that I'm going to uh, kind of make a decision as we get closer to when that comes up. My goal right now would be to actually run for another term. Uh, I do – I've been – one of the neatest things, this is kind of a, an aside to that, I've had two of my older children graduate uh, from Spring Hill High School, and I was actually able to give one of them their diploma and sign both of their diplomas. That's something that we had put into policy a couple of years ago. Uh, so you things. served as the board chair? Not as chair. We actually uh, made a policy a couple of years before I was, uh, while I was on the, there, that we were able to sign the diploma, even though you're not the chair, if you have a child graduating oh, very from school cool. system. Yeah, that so is cool. So kind of a neat thing. So I've got to sign two uh, of my children's diplomas. I have another child that will that is in seventh grade this year. So um, unless I'm going to completely abandon that child, I've got to stick around long <laughs> enough to be able to sign a third one. So, so tell us, um, I, I got in my notes here that your son plays football at Battle Creek Middle School. He does. He is, uh, ever since they started that team, he has been there since the school opened up. So he has uh, played, this is his second year playing on the, the team there. Uh, he loves it. Uh, and it's obviously um, been a growing program that they've got there. We had a, a, the homecoming game was just uh, last week against Spring Hill Middle School. And I saw the beginnings of a nice little rivalry, maybe, of, of local teams there. So I think that's kind of a neat thing to have. Tell us, uh, Maurice, uh, I'll get you to hand this, school, this uh, athletic part about Battle Creek Middle School. Tell us a little bit about the middle school athletics and football. Tell us what's going on in that arena. <laughs> I know that's a big open question. That is a big open question. You know, you've got um, 
EA Cox, you've got Withorn, you've got Battle Creek, you've got Spring Hill, Mount Pleasant. Um, it's a pretty good, pretty good sized. Uh, yeah, area. I mean, and and they're all. I think if you ask your high school football coaches, those are all important components because getting those kids involved and getting them groomed to come in and contribute at the high school level is is really important. I mean, they're not just out there just playing around. They, no, they're, 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 they're the feeder schools. Role. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big deal. Middle school football and middle school sports in general is important to the success at the high school level across the county. Absolutely. And on your guys' sports show, you guys do cover all the middle school, athletic, sports, football, and all that too? It, ahead, it's Chris. less it, it's it's less frequent. All obviously one we we focus on high school because those kids will get there and that's when they really get going and it's a mm-hmm. little more difficult to uh, understand the intricacies of middle school and plus it's it is about winning but it's not mm-hmm. about it's not it's about winning about or losing it's about preparing it? yeah. for that high school level so developing right developing and we we don't cuz this is their first opportunity to play football is at the middle school level probably unless they outside do outside of the uh, youth league yeah, yes uh, at, youth at the school level it is their first opportunity so we don't we don't like to get into talking head points in middle school so we do publish in the paper we have the 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 results yeah, and the schedule so if you want to know when they are playing, you can pick up the newspaper. But we don't like to get into sports talking head points with middle school football just because it's it's really not fair to them as they're developing. Yeah. And, and you know, logistically speaking, there's two of us. Yeah, it's hard to get out. It's hard to get to them. <laughs> just, just, that's it. Just if, two. if we could make one or two more of us, it'd be nice. I understand that. Um, it's hard to cover everything with just two people on your staff covering athletics. Um, the the high school football arena, is this something that, David, do you think your son will want to continue in? Because I've played, and I'll share a little bit, I played middle school. We called it junior high back in the day. Right. And I found out immediately that I wasn't cut out for high school sports my very first game. <laughs> and so I became a band member, which was really great because I got to go to all the football games. Um, David, what do you think? Well, I think I'll tie into what Chris said a minute ago. I think he, he hit it pretty close there. Um, I, I had a similar story. I did, I did middle school football and quickly realized that my rather thin self was not cut out for football. And I transitioned at the high school level into wrestling and track. Um, and I think a lot of kids end up doing that. They, they try something out, and it's a good time to do that and, and learn some sports and then move on to maybe something that they want to settle into for their high school career. Um, for my son, uh, he may decide to uh, – I've tried to encourage him to try different things. He mm-hmm. may do this in seventh, and I know he wants to do it next year in eighth grade. Uh, but after that, I'm going to leave it up to him Absolutely. and let him That's find something plan. to enjoy. My older son, who graduated from Spring Hill High School last year, did something similar. He, he played in middle school. And then decided when he got to high school, that just wasn't his thing. So and that's a good thing to do. It, it is a great time to learn yourself. I mean, you learn so much about yourself from that, you know, 12 to 14 age. Mm-hmm. You really do. I had a great time playing football and then learning that I wasn't cut out for it and becoming a band member instead. So it worked out really well for me. Um, let's talk a little bit about some things going on with the school board, David. Um, recently, the county commission approved a large budget that is going to help enable us to build another school. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Well, uh, I think we're 
and and to go back to it, the county commission uh, thankfully did go ahead and approve some money on that. I think uh, seventy four million dollars to, to move yeah. ahead on some projects. I think based on that money, we're able to look at two things. One, the uh, the Santa Fe gym, mm-hmm. and the other one is obviously the large one would be addressing the high school needs in the Spring Hill area, which is going to look like building a new school on the Battle Creek campus. Um, I'm kind of excited. We we got some news at our meeting earlier this week that they've already started the process of selecting an architect, uh, looking at the construction manager position, basically putting all the pieces together so that we can then start to look at a design and try to get an idea of what that school is going to actually look like. Um, so I'm pretty excited on that. But we're really just at the beginning stages of that. Yeah, that was at the September 7th school board meeting where right. um, the operations department, um, Mr. Eric Pearman, announced that they had um, decided to started that process. So hopefully we'll have a lot of information to share as that starts to progress. I think the timeline is probably around, we're 21, maybe 2024. Is that what I you think were thinking? three years roughly is what we're talking about to go from putting all these, these first pieces together to get to design and then the build. The build is actually not as long as... Uh, some people may think, I think we were looking at probably about 18 months to do the build, especially when you're starting on what's called a greenfield site. There's nothing there. We don't have to tear anything down. Uh, and we've already kind of got the infrastructure in place, the the sewer, the water, all that stuff's ready to go. So that should move pretty quickly. So I'm kind of excited to, to see how that I, yeah, turns out. Yeah, I'm really excited about the, having a, a new school being built. Um, and, and I, I want to go ahead and ask the question. There's some options out there about naming, right? So a lot of people have different opinions, and I don't want to get into the strong, heavy opinions about which way they want to go, but do you think it'll be Spring Hill High School or Spring Hill High School at Battle Creek, or would it be Battle Creek High School? I mean, there's so many great opportunities to make a decision on naming. You know, I, I think formally the school board hasn't even tackled that yeah, yet, and that's something yeah. we would discuss much later in the process. I think there's a lot to be said for um, – people, you know, historical ties to the school. There's some legacy issues, both in sports and academics and just the school itself. Yeah, Chris, weren't you saying that they had won a, a, a title? Yeah, in 1986, they won a state football championship. And, that, and those are just things that you want to keep the legacy of somehow, whether whether that's rolled into something new or if it's, you know, I don't know how you keep that legacy. And, right. and, I, and I know that there, obviously, back then there were 1,500 people in Spring Hill. True. And, well, I mean, but those more, families more, are still there for the most part. More recently, they won a state baseball championship. They did win a state baseball so, championship. And, and and so was, there's a lot there of There were a few more people there then. 17? Well, I think that speaks, I so, yeah. I think that speaks to the fact that it's a difficult process to go sure. through. And it's something that's not... Uh, I know some people may have a, a gut response to one way or the other for that. But I think that's something that, as a board, we'll have to sit down and kind of walk through all of those little... The pieces and make sure that we respect that because there is history there, uh, but also respect that, you know, we just got to look towards the future as well. So we got to balance that out and come up with a solution at the end of the day. Yeah. I guess my bigger question would be what happens to the physical building that currently serves as the high school in Northern Murray County? Another one that hasn't been formally decided. I can say this, um, the building is going to be used in some capacity. I don't see that we haven't discussed any, any, like selling it or transferring it out. I think we still need, and we're going to still need seats in some way mm-hmm. uh, to house students, uh, especially in the north end of the county because of the growth. Uh, but it's going to be continue to be used. 
I know we had actually asked for when uh, we had requested the capital funds, there was additional funds that requested to actually uh, do some refurbishing and get that building up to where it needs to be. That was not included in the money that was done this time, but it's, I can almost guarantee it's something we're going to come back and ask for again. Um, as we uh, try to address, again, the, the insane growth we're dealing with on the whole north side of the county. And again, and I to be particular on that, it's not just Spring Hill. I mean, the growth is really the north half of the county uh, as a which, whole. Which includes Santa Fe. It does. Um, I've heard that Santa Fe, um, the land out there is going crazy. There's building going on, Kalioka. There's a lot of uh, new new housing going on out there. We've touched on this a little bit in the show about the uh, county's growth, and it's it's just going crazy right now. Yeah, it's there are at least I know there are five thousand building permits in 5, the north 000. in the north half of the county right now. Oh, that's just for half. That's ju- yeah. That's that's in that would go to Spring Hill High School right now. There are five thousand rooftops approved, and that is at least. 5,000 kids because some are going to have two, some are going to have none, some are going to have three. Yeah. I mean, you're, you have to have seats in Spring Hill as, you know, you know, Mr. Hickman has already said so many times we have to address that issue. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately so far, there haven't been a whole lot of football players moving in. So we need some more football players moving into the North half of the county. Come on. (laughs) To go with that though, I do, I do think the addition of a new middle school and these programs that are growing and are able to feed into those schools, I think that's only going to help to really, uh, kind of feed in and create those programs. And again, like my son that may or may not move on. there's some other kids that I've been, that are playing with him on that team that I've watched that I've been pretty impressed with. I'm not a huge football fan, but I can at least see some talent when it's coming through there. So those are the kind of things that I'm, I'm happy to see build those programs and hopefully transition over to the high school and then really start to build that program as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. excellent. I've got a fifth grade grandson that really, really is heavy into sports. He loves watching football, but then he also loves playing his video games too. It's, it's, <laughs> it's their air. That's that, that's what they do nowadays. Um, so I'm kind of trying to gear him up, you know, we've got a football, go out in the backyard and practice, try to get him in the idea that, cause he's, his dad is, quite tall and large so he's going to have the size to be able to be a football player if he chooses to be and i get really excited about the sports part of it um david let's talk about recently i I seen something about your personal accomplishments and that's really great what i've seen online tell our listening audience what you were able to accomplish oh wow wasn't expecting that one today um you know i'd uh I, I'm those that know me know that I fitness is a uh, and being healthy is something I kind of take pretty serious. Last couple of years, I kind of let a few things slip and and maybe like most people did a that that COVID fifteen that maybe had added. So I had actually uh, made some personal goals to work with a nutrition person and uh, also do some people may have heard of it a seventy five hard program uh, and went through that and over the course of about two and a half months lost twenty seven pounds. That's impressive. Uh, did a whole lot of running, more running than I think I've ever done in my life. I was logging over 100 miles. And you weren't even being chased. Was not being chased. Yeah. Uh, but that was, it's been, it's been a fun time. It's been a nice time to actually get back in refocus. And another part of that 75 hard program was actually doing some reading, something that I hadn't done quite a bit of in a while. So doing some nonfiction reading, adding that into my daily routine. And I really enjoyed that part as well. That's impressive, David. Um, that amount of weight loss in a few months and 
Did you work with a uh, coach or somebody, or you said something about somebody you were working with? Was it a company or you seventy five hard was the program? It was just right? a program that I did. I have a someone that is with our gym. I actually am a CrossFit um, trainer as well. So someone at our gym, she does nutrition work, and I knew I wanted an extra layer of accountability there. Uh, accountability is always a good thing for all of us. So she has, had worked with her for the a three month period there to kind of take what the ideas I had and steer me back in the correct direction on that. And it worked really well. It was a good, good partnership to have on that. CrossFit. That's very high level cardio. Uh, it, it's high intensity includes weightlifting as well as some cardio type things, but based on functional movements. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Well, congratulations on to be able to accomplish that. Um, I myself have just kind of changed my eating habits and maybe lost a little bit of weight. Um, I think I was about 50 pounds, 60 pounds heavier in my heyday, but uh, I feel pretty good now that I've shed some of that weight. So anytime you can get those personal accomplishments and 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 get that physical being down to a, a manageable point, you're, you're going to feel better mentally and physically. Absolutely. And and I know that's made a big difference in my life. And, and, and I've seen your photos on your social media. I was I was duly impressed, sir. They, they, they looked real. The difference was very noticeable. Well, thank you. Um, congratulations on that. Goals. So you, you talked about this is your second term and you're seven years into being a school board member. Did you have any goals that you could share as a school board member that you'd like to? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, there are always personal things you want to try to accomplish as you go, go through a term in, in a position like this. I think one of the, the most interesting things that as I was coming, again, when I was first elected, I was running unopposed. I was replacing uh, Jerry Lasseter, who would, had been district redistricted out of the District 5. So, um, and one of the things he told me was, he goes, you know, you can't really go into something like this thinking you're going to change the world. You're not going to be able to address everything, solve all the problems. And sometimes, at best, you can hope to maybe keep things from falling apart a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and that I, that seems a little fatalistic. But let's you know, it's it's realistic as well. Um, if you can just do a little thing, and what I've realized as I go through this, there's a lot of battles I feel like I've lost or that we've lost ground on. Um, but to be honest, there's times when uh, maybe a child or, or one of the students I get to do an interaction with them in some way, and it all comes back around, and I'm able to go. That's why I'm doing this. Uh, their their goals, their successes. Um, that that's what I've found. That really, I feel like I can walk away. That we, we've done something good for those kids. Yeah, the the school board me- uh, meetings are, are actually well run. Um, we just had recently had an elections, and uh, Michael Fulbright was reelected as the yep. board chair. Um, he he runs a good meeting. He keeps it on target. Keeps it on point, so it doesn't like carry on too long. Um, one of the things I greatly appreciate. Um, <laughs> They are public, right? They are, yes. So school board meetings are generally the first Tuesday of the month? Correct. And then the third Tuesday of the month is a work, work session. session yes. And people can come in and, and listen in on the meetings. If Go ahead. Chris. The work session is where all the work gets done. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's the one you need to go to if you're going to go to a meeting. Yeah, and that's where you can learn about what's going on and the, and, and the hard work that is being done by the school board. And if you would like to speak at a school board meeting you have to be at the first meeting of the month right correct and you can sign up once you uh at the, at the front door there you don't have to plan ahead on that you can just sign up on the sheet and you're ready to go all right well i'm being told it's time to let our sponsors get their word in so we can pay for the show <laughs> we are here with maurice Patton, chris yao and david moore we will be back after a word from our sponsors 
Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Mary County Public Schools talk radio show on 103.7 FM. We are also on your favorite podcast software. We are here with David Moore, school board member, Chris Yao, the multimedia editor for Main Street Murray, and Maurice Patton, the sports editor. Hey guys, let's talk a little bit about sports. Tell us, first of all, tell us about your new gig, the Main Street Murray newspaper. I will certainly be happy to tell you about it. This is the kind of the brainchild of Dave Gold, who has Main Street Media, I think 12 publications now. Roughly. Uh, throughout the mid-state area from as far north as Portland to as far south, obviously, as Murray County now, all the way in Murfreesboro as well as Dixon. So he's covering the mid-state really, really well. Uh, trying to bring back local newspaper uh, to communities instead of national news into communities that you can get just about anywhere. Yeah, this is you can get it on the internet all day our, long. Our goal in both news and sports is to be is for everything in that paper to be as local as it can possibly be. And honestly, it is the most it's the most important thing to me as a guy who was the editor of the Spring Hill Advertiser News for three and a half years. That was the goal. Nothing nothing that goes in this newspaper needs to be something that you can get anywhere else. Yeah, you don't need to be talking about what's going on in Washington, D.C. You need to be it talking about no what's good. going on in Spring Hill, Tennessee, and Columbia, Tennessee, and what's happening in the, in the athletics at our local high schools in our district and stuff. So I've got a copy of the newspaper sitting here, and you're absolutely right. This is nothing but local stories. I love the fact that we have a newspaper that is, that is the sole, fo- sole focus to be community oriented and jack you're on the front page this week so that's always I good seen that. <laughs> i seen that it says mcps and dire need of teachers assistants and bus drivers chris and i swapped a few emails and phone calls about this article <laughs> appreciate it and um came up with a really great story here to you know we still need them Okay, folks, if you're listening, we still need teachers. We need. You mean that didn't get corrected yesterday once that article <laughs> no, came out? not quite yet. But <laughs> the phones are ringing off the helping. hook across the street over here at Central Office. It's absolutely helping. Every little bit helps on this avenue. Um, bus drivers, I was just talking to Garth Pinkston, our supervisor of transportation. Um, we were at a supervisory meeting yesterday morning, and when he was up for his discussion, the sole thing he said is, we need drivers. So, and, and the, the pay is good. The hours are good. The cool thing is, if you take your kid to school already, <laughs> there I don't you go. really know why you don't want to just take 50 more <laughs> and get paid to do it. And get paid to do it. There you go. And it's you a get great to deal. drive a big yellow, yellow school, school bus. bus. Like, yeah. <laughs> there you this go. This is obviously the best pitch I've heard. <laughs> Cut this. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to make this part of an advertisement on the radio station. Um, I mean, it is so important. And, you know, you get full benefits. Yeah. You get paid good wages. You don't have to work full time for those full benefits either. I mean, what you're doing is you're working the morning shift and the afternoon shift. And then as needed throughout the day, maybe you've got a special thing going transporting schools back and forth. Hey. Paging hey, Sarah Yell. Where, where, where do I sign Sarah up? Yell. No, Sarah Yell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, they need more than one. It's okay. Gig. You can sign up too. There we go. Yeah. I have a friend of mine and he has his own company. And he decided he wanted to enhance his his benefit package because he's his own entrepreneur, you right. know. 
He is now a school bus driver. He gets up in the morning, delivers kids to school, goes to work all day, takes a break in the afternoon. Oh, time to take the kids home. And then finishes the day off at school. I think quite a few people are actually doing it with that model. And it's a, it's a great fit if you can, can work your schedule to make that fit. And I, I want an important thing, too, on that is it's a big impact on the kids. I know my son, when he gets to ride the bus home, loves his bus driver. Uh, and the interaction, I've, I've talked to several of the drivers in our county, and they love getting to know the kids and getting to you know interact with them and, and pitch in in their own way. Teachers do their own piece and administrators and everybody else has their own part to play in that. But they get to pitch in on the education of the kids in our county, and that's a great thing. You they start they their do. day. I you mean, do. you are the guy who's st- or, or the person who starts their day. And if you can do it on a positive level, you're going to set the tone for the rest of that day and the addition and the teachers in the classroom. And then you get to be the one who ends their day. And if you can do that on a positive way, then they enjoy school. They enjoy the school experience. And it's really important. Yes, thank you so much for putting that article in there about our our teachers and assistants and bus drivers. Like everybody was just saying, being a bus driver is actually kind of cool. And I've interviewed some bus drivers. We had one retire last year. He had like 40 years, and Hmm. and, and he acted like he really didn't want to leave it. But it, it was just time to say, okay, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, we gave some big accolades to him and published a little story about him. Um, Great, great opportunities right there to be the first person they see in the morning. Um, You know, and the same goes for teaching. My daughter's a teacher, and and if you listen to the school bus show, you'll know that because I talk about her frequently because she's in uh, East Tennessee in Anderson County, and she teaches fourth grade, and she absolutely loves what she does. I don't think there's any calling you can have higher than being a teacher. And I asked her when she was getting ready to go to college, are you sure with a master's degree that's what you want to do? Because they don't, you know, it's not the highest paying job in the world if you're going to go out and get a master's degree. She goes, I can't think of anything I'd rather do. And so she does it now, and she's so good at it. Another thing I want to mention about the teaching right now, um, there's a shortage across the state of Tennessee for teachers. It's not just Murray County. If you have a bachelor's degree and you're looking for a job, you can come in and get a job with a bachelor's degree. It does not have to be geared towards teaching, and they will get you the teacher accreditation within the first year of, or it's like if you hire in now, it has to be like in May of next year. And there's a pathway that they've created for that. Yeah, there's a a pathway, and that's a state-approved pathway, and it opens the door for people who do have bachelor's degrees that might not be actually in education. Because I just met a gentleman yesterday. He says, well, my bachelor's degree wasn't even for teaching. But he says, I've been here a couple of weeks now, and I love this. He says, I get to go in and make a difference every day to the students. He says, one thing I did have to learn, and I won't say his name. He says, I, I didn't, they didn't teach you about the lunch bell. And I sent my kids to, <laughs> to to school. To I sent my kids to lunch fifteen minutes late, which gave them only like ten or fifteen minutes to eat lunch. And a couple got mad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mess with people's food. I guess. Yeah. Had it been me, I also would have been mad. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, don't also don't forget uh, substitutes. It's another another yeah. thing we really need. Um, you know, as as we deal with still dealing with with COVID and the impact of that, we have a lot of times that uh, teachers are are having to quarantine for various reasons, either. Uh, from the classroom, or, or but they've got to be away. So we still need to have uh, people that are willing to step in a day here, a day there, uh, and there's a process for that to be able to help keep things moving. And that obviously, with being a substitute, you don't 
necessarily have to have the bachelor's degree, but you can work just about as much as you want right now. Yeah. So it also full time substitute just about. Yep. I mean, if that's something, if it's something that you really want to do, but maybe you didn't get that bachelor's degree, yeah. that is an opportunity for you to be in the classroom and make that difference every day. Coach Mike. Yeah. As uh, as a former teacher and. Uh, my, married to a former teacher as well. One of the things you're talking about a full time substitute. A lot of the buildings now, a lot of the school buildings have what they call a building sub, who actually goes to work every day at the building and they fill in for whichever teacher happens to be gone that day. Uh, if there's, you know, they're the first sub brought in, and uh, so if you would rather kind of stay at one place, you know, kind of have a regular place to go, that option is available now, or at least. It was it was, it, it was a year ago when we were te- <laughs> when we were in it, but uh, but yeah, that's that's another option that that you know some people don't like the idea of bouncing from place to place and, and stuff like that. That uh, that teachers aides they're also needing mm-hmm. several of those and, uh, and and again another chance to make a big impact. And Columbia Central High School is in need of a softball coach, and so there's your segue. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually want to stick a little bit longer on Main Street's Main Street's um, mag- your your newspaper. How do people get this? Is it a delivery right. paper? Is it, it is, a newsstand paper? It is yes. delivered to. It <laughs> yes can be delivered yes. to you via the mail. Okay, so we will mail it to you, and hopefully, you will get it no later than Thursday. Uh, that just depends on the mail routes. You can pick it up in rack locations throughout. Murray County, including okay. uh, just a few off the top of my head. Ace Hardware here in Columbia, Piggly Wiggly, um, Trust. Is it Tristar Bank, Bank at James Campbell? Yes. Um, Tristar Bank at Main Street in, in Spring, Spring Hill. Hill. Big Boy Cigar and Lounge in Spring Hill. That is over. If you don't know where that is, Big Boy Cigar and Lounge is uh, in the parking lot of Martin's Barbecue and Fifty Five South. Okay. Okay. Um, Harris Family Food Land, right here, right down the street here on 427 West 7th. You will um, soon be able to get it right here at 315 West 7th. Yeah. WKRM, WKOM. Exactly. Uh, Ten Pin Alley, Needle and Grain over on Garden, and a couple of locations well, it out there. Sounds in like all you of, guys are getting it out there. Yes, all of those. We have five that we distribute 5,000 copies right now. We have close to 2,000 subscribers, and we've not been doing this a month. Okay. So that is Big fantastic. question. How much does it cost? Absolutely free for the first year. Wow. So we're going to send it to you for the first year at no cost to you. And after that, it will just be $25 per year. Sign me up. That's a pretty good deal. Sign you up. Yeah, sign me we up. Sign no, you, up you at, sign you up. Oh, <laughs> I got to sign up. Okay. Main Street, How do I sign up? MainStreetMurray.com. You go there, and there is a menu in the top left corner. You click that those three lines. I call it a hamburger menu. You click that, and it just says subscribe, or if you're looking for rack locations, you can find rack locations there as well. That is awesome. And as re- as rack locations are added, that list will be updated. Is this the same place if I have a business, like, say, a coding business that I want to advertise on? <laughs> how do I contact you to get advertising? Because if you're offering a great local newspaper at basically no cost, obviously you got to have some way to pay for it. Right, and that is it's very important our local businesses are who we target. We are we are hopeful that local businesses will see the value in a local newspaper. 
You can contact us on MainStreetMurray.com or Nicole Pfeiffer, who is our uh, ad sales rep. Mm-hmm. You can email her at N-P-I-P-H-E-R, so at MainStreetMediaTN.com. There is a place, place an ad prompt sure. at the bottom of the website as well. So Excellent. I really, really love that we have a more hometown newspaper now. I mean, the Columbia Daily Herald does good reporting, and, and they've got some great staff. But this is something our community desperately needed, where it's not talking about what's going on in Washington, D.C. It's talking about what's going on on Friday Night Lights. Okay? That's my segue, because you said there was a good segue (laughs) earlier. Let's talk a little bit about Friday Night Lights, because it's one of my favorite times of the year when you can go to a Friday night football game. Um, You can hit a concession stand. You can get some popcorn. You can sit with your friends and watch these young men just battle it out for a great win. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in our district in high school football. Well, I guess the biggest thing going on right now is um, the resurgence from a tumultuous offseason for Columbia Central. Um, at the time of this taping, 2-1, and one, got a big game this weekend, but um, really playing well here over the first portion of the season under a new coach and virtually a new coaching staff. So um, they're doing some good things over there. You know, Mount Pleasant's got a new coach as well and still t- kind of getting their footing to some degree. And, and Spring Hill is playing also. So we've got some good stuff going on all across the county as far as high school football. And that's not all, you know. Obviously, this is the South. Mm-hmm. Football is is the thing this time of year, but Absolutely. you've also got girls soccer, you've got girls volleyball, you've got boys and girls cross country, you've got boys and girls golf. So you've got a lot of high school students taking part in athletic endeavors right now. And, you know, obviously our job is to try to bring as many of those programs and those athletes to light as possible through Main Street Murray, the print edition, MainStreetMurray.com, um, our radio show. We talk about all of that. So, If you haven't seen the newspaper, you've got to pick it up. I'm sitting here looking at a copy from, um, it is, I believe it's Wednesday, September 8th. That's when we were in the newspaper for the jobs. Thank you for that. <laughs> but it says, that, I love this title, Cue Up the Band, Martin Leads Lions to Region Win Over Rebels. What a great title and great photography, too, by the way. Rob Fleming does a fantastic job, and especially for Columbia Central. But he, we have several photographers: Rob Fleming, Rick Bue, uh, Buffy Holt Buffy does Holt. a great job for us um, on a volunteer basis. At that, from the Rachel legend, legendary guitar player Scott Holt's wife, right? Uh, yes, sure. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I was talking to her. Um, she was shooting a Columbia Central volleyball match for us not too long ago, and Scott was getting ready to play out in seattle i did not realize he was a blues guitarist he is amazing he does a fundraiser every year for new year's eve here in columbia and it's been traditional i've been to quite a few of them um i'm a big blues guy love listening not to say i don't buy the albums but i love going to a live blues performance and scott just was he will blow you away with his skills on that guitar well i was telling her i'm gonna have to check him out when he's local not when he's in seattle no no let's yeah i mean unless unless he's gonna take us with it 
<laughs> that changes. He might everything. need some roadies. <laughs> there yep. you go. We'll load in the we'll load in the amp. It's okay. So we got um, we got three major high school football teams. We got Spring Hill High School, Mount Pleasant High School, and Columbia Central High School, and all are on target for good years this year. I really like that Columbia Central was able to take on the Rebels and win them in your in your lead story from yesterday, or the Wednesday newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is going on in high school sports? I mean, we have a new coach out in Mount Pleasant. How's that going out there for Mount Pleasant? <laughs> Kit is, Kit, Kit's having a good time. I, I can tell you, I, I talked with him yesterday, and he is he's upset because obviously they didn't play on Friday. They, they don't play Friday. So... Uh, but he's excited about this team, and every time I talk to him, he he feels like this team is getting getting better. Unfortunately, they're dealing with some injuries. Mo. They are dealing with some injuries, and you know, I talked to him in preseason. We we try to talk to these guys a lot. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was impressed with that he said, you know, he comes over here having coached previously at Blackman, which is a six A program over in Murfreesboro. Mount Pleasant now in their first year at the Class 2A level. That's smaller. Mm -hmm. A little different. Mm -hmm. A lot different. (laughs) But, you know, one of the positives that he pointed out was he's he's been able to get to know his guys on a deeper level a lot more quickly than he would have at Blackman just because of the sheer numbers. And, you know – so many of us throwing at him, you know, it's it's going to be different in 2A, blah, blah, blah. You know, he found the positive in that. Right. At, in, in being able to interact with more of his guys on a deeper level. And I, I really thought that was cool. It, it really kind of spoke to me and kind of spoke volumes about Kit Hartsfield and what, what he wants to try to get done out at Mount Pleasant. And I think, you know, when they're able to get on the field, they're going to continue to improve. You know, they. I saw them last week against um, Cascade. I think the region that they play in is really going to be competitive. I think they're going to have an opportunity to be successful every night they go out. And as Chris said, once they get some of these guys that are sidelined right now back on the field, I think they're going to have a lot of success. It's, it's interesting that this year, like you said, you've got three – Public high school football programs in Murray County, all three of them play each other this year. And I don't know when the last time was that that's happened. But um, Mount Pleasant hosts both Columbia Central and Spring Hill. So um, That sounds like fun. Yeah. On the 24th, Columbia Central goes out to the Mount. And on October 22nd, Spring Hill goes out there. And, of course... Columbia Central goes to Spring Hill in the season finale on October 29th, and that's a um, big region 6-5A matchup there. They're both in the same region for the first time. So a lot of firsts going on as far as local high school football. That's part of that population growth mm. we were talking about, yeah. David. <laughs> they, they, they weren't they weren't used to being in the yeah, same and, region. And just, uh, for, you know, the impact on the kids. I love having local rival, rivalries, being able to play the other it. schools in the county. You just can't beat that. And that goes across all sports. And I love any time we can have more of that, I think it's good for these kids to be able to kind of build that up. Bragging rights. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I had fun going to the Withorn and CA game at the beginning of the season. That was an, an interesting game of – Withorn struggled that game, but they came back really strong in their next game. So um, I like that rivalry right there, too, where you get the... That's where you build it. Yeah. 
it's it's not Again, in the public school developing. district, but yep. you got mm-hmm. Columbia Academy that said, "I'll play Columbia Central." Sure. And Columbia Central coaches says, "Yeah, I don't see why not. That could be a great city county rivalry right there." What do you think? I don't disagree. I mean, I'm we saw you. it for a couple of years in basketball, and um, for whatever reason, it didn't continue. But you know, things happen from a scheduling standpoint. It's it's not as easy as it always looks. So yeah, I understand that. that. Well, I'm being told again, the sponsors need to talk to us a little bit and make sure we can pay our bills. So we'll be back with the Big Yellow School Bus after these words. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast. We are here with David Moore, school board member, Chris Yao, multimedia editor, and Maurice Patton, sports editor. And they are with... Main Street Media, MainStreetMurray.com. That's S-T-R-E-E-T, Murray.com. Um, go there, sign up. We've been really talking a lot about the, the new newspaper because it's local. Um, I'm a big advocate of buy local, give local, do things local. I'm a, um, a liaison for our local blood bank, blood assurance, and I try to promote that if you give local, they use it local. So let's talk a little bit more about what is going on in our county in sports. I, I know girls volleyball has become very popular nowadays. I was I was by the Central High School gym recently and peeked in there. I said, "Man, there's a lot of noise going on here," and it was a volleyball game, and the place was crowded. Go ahead. No, there, there is a big event um, on Monday, September thirteenth. Okay, Mount Pleasant is hosting a volleyball match against Marshall County and. Melina Jaime, who is also a patrolman with the Mount Pleasant Police Department, and I think that's really a fascinating double up there on her part, but this is her third year as volleyball coach. They are using that match as a fundraiser for Center of Hope, a um, organization oh, in Columbia. They've been on the show. Yeah, but pr- they provide emergency shelter and counseling mm-hmm. for victims of domestic violence. October is National... Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so they proceeds from that event, from concessions. They're holding a raffle for a a drone. They're selling commemorative um, Mount Pleasant Police Department patches in purple. Um, Everything is going to be donated to Center of Hope for their their activities and, and their initiatives that they are doing there so again that's monday september 13th monday september 13th at mount pleasant at mount pleasant game time is at 5 30 all right is that at the high school it is okay excellent that sounds like a great event it's especially when you can do things that are going to benefit another local nonprofit that's doing great things in our community we've had them on the show they do amazing things in fact we've had uh, some feature shows we brought in their area nonprofits over a couple of weeks and probably one of the most popular podcasts that we have right now gets the most visits and listens is when we started talking about the great things that uh, they do in our community, man, I'm glad you brought that up. Anything else going on in sports we need to know about? Just remember if you, uh, for all of those, for, for all of those of you who are interested in keeping up with Murray County athletics, again, mainstreetmurray.com. There's a sports tab there. 
our show on WKOM 1017 FM airs daily 4 to 6 p.m. If you don't hear it online, you can you can watch it on Facebook. You can watch it on YouTube. You can It's on demand on Facebook if you want to go back and watch it. Or you can listen to it as a podcast as well. We break it up into two hours in the event that you want to listen to it on demand on your way to work, on your way home from work, or that sort of thing. So it's also a podcast. Uh, so we try to have the most timely and comprehensive coverage of local sports in and around Southern Middle Tennessee. So we'll talk about we'll talk about Tennessee. We'll talk about Tennessee football. We'll talk about the Titans. We we visited with Teresa Walker earlier this week from the Associated Press. We have great guests on our show. It really is a good time, and I feel like we give you good information. So if you're interested in local, and, and when I say local, Tennessee sports, mm-hmm. uh, you can. You have a great magazine, too. We have the magazine. It is available right here at 315 West 7th and uh, schools around the area. So if you're in a school building, uh, high school specifically, you should be able to pick up a copy of our magazine, SMTN Sports, The Mag. During the break, we um, David and all of us were talking about what you call a local newspaper like this. And I think the term scrapbook media came up. Scrapbook journalism. Scrapbook journalism. I really like that because David was talking about... David, go ahead and share what you were saying about that sports page um, that you've seen sitting here on the table. As I said, I'm not really a huge sports fan, but the ability to, to look in here and see somebody's child that you know or your child and be able to cut that out, put it in a scrapbook, uh, it, it's hard to re- replace that. You can't print it off. The, you can do a screenshot on your phone. It's not the same. You can uh, print it off of a computer. It's not the same. Cutting that out of an actual physical paper, it goes a long way. Yeah, my mom still has one from when I was in high school. And it's Absolutely. one of her that's on her treasured coffee table area all the time. And, uh, and I have, was, that was many moons ago when I was playing. I have some other great news to, to share with our listening audience concerning Murray County Public Schools. Main Street Media is going to take on publishing school news and drum roll. How do you do the drum? The I don't have one. Honor rolls. No drum rolls. Uh, honor rolls. I, you don't want to hear me drum roll. We need a drum roll on the. Yeah, yeah they don't give us we, one. We, got, give a, us we got a new board here, and I'm still learning where all the good so stuff there's is. Something so. on there, maybe get drum. <laughs> but anyway, you guys are going to be able to publish in print again the honor rolls. It's going to be great. David said, I was able to get your PDF off the Mary K-12 website. It just didn't feel the same it's because it wasn't same. in a newspaper clipping that I could add to a scrapbook. Absolutely. So thank you guys for Absolutely. what you're doing. Thank you for bringing local media back in the forefront in, in newspaper print. I'm really excited about this. I'm excited that we have a local newspaper that's not going to talk about Washington, D.C. <laughs> or or um, what's happening across overseas. I like that we're going to talk about what's going on in our community. If it, if it concerns you specifically, that's what, that, that's what you'll see. Excellent. Very, very good. So we're coming up towards the end of the Big Yellow School Bus. And, and man, this has been a great show talking to my guests, uh, David Moore, Chris Yao, and Maurice Patton. And traditionally on the Big Yellow School Bus, we have been doing shout-outs. And a shout-out can be to anybody you want, to any entity you want. And Maurice, I know you're just just waiting down there at the other end of the table to give me your shout-out, so you're up. I I just want to thank everyone who has supported Chris and I through our various platforms at sm-tnsports.com, at Main Street Media, 
on the radio show at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today as we have tried to keep local sports, local athletics, local people at the forefront of what we've been doing. And so um, thank you for helping us do that. Oh, man, what a great shout out. Um, and, and I know it's been big question marks about what you're going to do next, but you guys do a great job. So you've landed in the right place. All right, Chris, what's your shout out? My shout out's going to go to Q Martin, who was our MTBJ Player of the Week last week. Great and picture in the newspaper, that too. Kid, that kid was fantastic. Seven carries, 153 yards, wow. three touchdowns, an interception on defense, and a big pass breakup on a third down play. In that third quarter, and, and so a twelve yard catch and the twelve yard catch, yeah, I, dude, he so did 165 it. One hundred sixty five yards on eight touches offensively. He did it all. Wow! And so Q Martin, who was our MTBJ Player of the Week in the newspaper, is my shout out because this kid was a basketball player. This well, is he the first still year. Is. The first year, <laughs> the first year he's played organized football since middle school. Excellent! What a great shout out! I really love that, Mister Moore. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with uh, the teachers here in Murray County. Um, it's been a tough little over two and a half years at this point. You know, we're in the second year of this. Um, they are struggling hard. A lot of things we talked about, about the difficulties of trying to get back into the classroom. They've done a phenomenal job of working hard. I know we've seen some improvements. So there's some numbers that are going to be coming out here soon that we can talk about. But, um, yeah, I just would encourage them to keep putting the work in. We do appreciate you, and, and we love that you're here, and we hope you stick around and keep making our students better. What an amazing shout-out. And that's not been the first time on the Big Yellow School mm-hmm. Bus where we shouted out our teachers. I have, and many people, I guess, have also. Mike Lau, you have a shout-out. Oh, yes. Uh, so a group of men and, and women that uh, kind of made my life a lot of fun in high school and, and sometimes college. I want to give a shout-out to all the sports reporters that go around and go to all these ball games and, and, and report on these things because uh, – you know, as a high school player, one of the best, one of the fun parts about it was when you had a good game on Friday night. Uh, you might get an interview if if they if they did that, but you always wanted to get up the next morning and see what the what was in the paper and what they said about you. And as I became a coach, it was also sometimes I was afraid of what they were going to say about us. <laughs> <laughs> but but they do a huge job uh, communicating what happens in the ball games, uh, and and and. You know, whatever sport. Yeah, ah, what a great shout, shout out, out to them. What a great shout out, Mike. I am going to continue with the trend of this show today. I'm going to shout out having a new local newspaper called Murray, Main Street Murray. You can sign up. First year is absolutely free at MainStreetMurray.com. Thank you all for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for I having me. I wish great success to Main Street Murray and to our school board member, David. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. That's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. We are on Saturday mornings, 9 a.m., Sundays, 7 p.m., Mondays at 4 p.m. We'll catch you next time. Have a great day.